Julie Kelly at American Greatness has been doing yeoman work exposing the crimes of the D.C. leftists who have targeted, arrested, and imprisoned hundreds of people who attended President Trump's speech and may have wandered toward or even into the Capitol on January 6. While there were some bad actors there that day, most likely Antifa BLM interlopers or genuine lunatics, most of those present were actually invited into the Capitol building, as some of the video has shown. Who ordered the Capitol Police to stand down? Probably Pelosi, who very much wanted an incident with which to tar and feather Trump and his supporters. It was possibly a calculated setup. Who else was involved remains to be seen, but as everyone knows by now, that event has been blown so far out of proportion as to no longer resemble at all what actually took place. Unlike the Antifa BLM riots that occurred across the country over the summer of 2020, the incident that day was like a schoolyard scuffle compared to the violent, destructive and even murderous conflagrations that did hundreds of millions of dollars in damage to numerous cities. People need to be reminded that the left, most especially Kamala Harris, Biden, and the left media in its entirety, either supported those, protests, or called them, mostly peaceful, which they certainly were not. As for those caught up in the January 6 melee, not one of those who have been locked up, some in solitary confinement was armed. Not one. The only person killed was Ashley Babbitt, shot to death by a Capitol Police officer. She was not armed. The officer who shot her has yet to be named, Babbitt's family is suing to learn his identity. Curious, since when a criminal is killed by police in the commission of a crime, the officer involved and usually identified and suspended immediately, even if the shooting was righteous. Something is very rotten in Denmark. Tucker Carlson has addressed this ongoing crime. On Sunday night, Mark Levin's always spectacular program, Life, Liberty and Levin, addressed this untenable situation with Julie Kelly. To listen to them discuss the facts is to realize that, as Dorothy of the Wizard of Oz remarked, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Indeed, the weaponization of all our federal institutions under the Obama administration transformed this nation in ways few of us could imagine. Those alphabet agencies, by then viciously anti-Trump, kicked into high gear the minute Trump won the 2016 election. Over the next four years, from the Russia collusion hoax to two phony impeachments to January 6, America became something like Putin's Russia. Biden has a lot of nerve bringing up political prisoner Alexei Navalny at the G7 when his own administration continues to imprison hundreds of people for the crime of being Trump supporters. Putin critic Navalny was poisoned and is still imprisoned in one of Russia's notorious labor camps. Those jailed American patriots, many of them veterans, have not yet been poisoned but are being badly mistreated and fed food unfit for consumption. What is happening there is not only indefensible, but depraved. Julie Kelly has heard from some of those imprisoned that they are being punished for what was revealed on Mark Levin's Sunday program. Can this be happening in America? It is happening. Given the bare outline of facts above, one has to wonder, where the hell are McConnell, McCarthy, and the rest of the Republicans in Congress? Only Ron Johnson has addressed this ongoing criminal enterprise. Why on earth are the rest of them sitting still for this? Surely they know what a travesty the entire, insurrection, accusation is. Why has none of them, let alone all of them, held a press conference demanding these people be released on bail? Most of them have not been given trial dates. Most cannot afford lawyers willing to confront the D.C. toxic swamp, which chews up and spits out anyone possessing a code of ethics. But then why are we surprised? Why are Julie Kelly, Mark Levin, and Ron Johnson the only voices shouting out for justice? McConnell and McCarthy are apparently frightened to death of addressing any election chicanery, so why would a few hundred patriots in jail rattle their cages? 
they've not commented on the ballot audits, which may produce some uncomfortable results. What if the Arizona audit proves that Trump won that state? Will the GOP leadership stand up then and demand further investigation? Doubtful. Cowards, all but for the heroes who are not, those with a spine, we all know who they are. Sadly, they are too few in number, but their ranks are growing among those gearing up to challenge the rhino milkatosts. The challengers will win and join our lonely heroes now raging against the D.C. wind. Biden may think the Republican Party is, diminished, and, fractured, but his plan to give away the store to the G7 member nations and surrender America to the drug cartels and China is energizing millions of Americans who are not ready to be citizens of a Maoist communist nation, some facsimile of Arthur Kessler's darkness at noon. Many of these Americans were Democrats. Given Biden's pathetic performance at the G7, this quote by H. L. Mencken seems appropriate, on some great and glorious day the plain folks of the land will reach their heart's desire at last and the White House will be adorned by a downright moron. That day has arrived but was very likely not by the people's heart's desire. Biden is a mere tool of the radical left. He is the witting or unwitting architect of the invasion occurring on the southern border, he has handed complete control of it to the cartels that are raking in millions of dollars in drug and human trafficking money. And he is allowing hundreds of law-abiding Americans to rot in jail for supporting his opponent. Mencken again, the kind of man who wants the government to adopt and enforce his ideas is always the kind of man whose ideas are idiotic. Please, complacent GOP, go to bat for those people in the DC version of a Soviet labor camp. Rescue them. Stand and deliver. Now is the time.